With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? This is Gary from Hoops and Cards, and you're listening to the Sports Card Strategy Show on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Be sure to check out HoopsandCards.com for exciting conversations about the NBA basketball for sports card collectors and investors. And remember, there is no offseason. Welcome to the NoOffSeason.com family and the Sports Card Strategy Show. We're here to help you make money flipping sports cards and build a collection that increases in value. Connor's out for a week golfing with his buddies, so I'm chilling here with my favorite 2024 Heisman Trophy candidate, Travis Hunter of Colorado. This Travis Hunter, that is, that showed up in my mailbox today. I got a great deal on it, only $99 plus shipping on eBay. But you're probably all sick of me talking about the same players and the same cards over and over again, right? Good. Because on today's show, we're going to talk about my sleeper kaboom sports cards to buy in 2024. My top go where they ain't sports cards to buy now. Mosaic Farmer Joe's card show strategies, Lefty McKee's path to profits with Jalen Williams, and talk directly to members of our NoOffSeason.com family, audience features from Brian Hunt, Buckeye Dill, and of course, answering your questions. Fire show coming up, fam. What's up, everybody? I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com. This is the Sports Card Strategy Show brought to you by Graybo's Sports Cards. Graybo's Sports Cards is a local hobby shop owned by Gray Burnett, Ryan Fitz, and Duke Denny One-Time Dodson. They're located in the Arts District of Richmond, Virginia. Graybo's Sports, the best selection of raw and graded singles in the Mid-Atlantic and a wide variety of wax. Graybo's Breaks on whatnot and or drip five nights a week. Listeners of Sports Card Strategy can receive a 10% discount from Graybo's on drip, whatnot, or their website at graybo's.co by entering the code STRATEGY2023. You can follow all of Graybo's news and updates on Instagram at graybo's underscore cards. Don't forget to get a free 30-day trial at NoOffSeason.com today to help you make money flipping sports cards, build your sports card investment portfolio, get unlimited advice from our experts, and take sports card school to navigate the hobby. That's NoOffSeason.com. Get your free 30-day trial today. All the data we use on the Sports Card Strategy Show is from MarketMoversApp.com. Use code NOOFFSEASON at MarketMoversApp.com to get 20% off for life after a free 14-day trial. All right, let's get to the Sports Card Strategy. Mm -hmm. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Card Strategy Show. I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffseason.com. I'm excited to talk to you all today about my sleeper kaboom sports cards to buy in 2024. My top go-where-they-ain't sports cards to buy now. We'll hear from Mosaic Farmer Joe and his sports card strategies. We'll hear from Lefty McKee and his path to profits with Jalen Williams of the Oklahoma City Thunder. And of course, we're going to talk directly to members of our NoOffSeason.com family, our audience features from Brian Hunt, Buckeye Dill. And of course, we're going to answer all of your questions. But first, let's give some live chat love. I saw Alexander Ortiz in here early. Janelle Shu is here. Barry Sif. Good morning from Vegas. Let's go, Barry. Go check out Barry in a couple of weeks at the Burbank Card Show. Shane Graham, what's up, my man? Brad Smith, one galaxy germ. Yes, I am solo today, germ, but it's good to be here. I have all of you. I'm not solo. I have my fam. My fam is here. All of you are here. Ozzy Alvarez, my main man. Ozzy, Lefty and I met you at the National. We love you, brother. Oh, my shoes. Stop the presses. Shoes is in the house. What's up, brother? Good to see you. Joe E. What's up, Joe? Joe is a new member of NoOffSeason.com. New premium member of NoOffSeason.com. Joe, how do you like it, man? We hope you like it. We hope you stay. There's great member benefits ahead for all of you. But no pressure. No pressure. There's free stuff, too. The Sports Card Strategy Show here is free. So, look, if you don't like the premium package, it's fine. You don't have to pay for it. But you get a free 30-day trial. We think it's a lot of great value. It's a lot of great entertainment. Um, and it helps you make money flipping sports cards. We all want to make money flipping sports cards. Serafin Vidamantes, what's up, man? Good to see you in the house. What's up? Shoes says he's not used to the new schedule. I get it. I get it. We're live. For those of you listening on the podcast apps, you don't care because you can get us whenever you want. That's the purpose of it. But we are live on YouTube, IG, X, LinkedIn. We're live in a lot of different places now at... Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Shoes was used to the early morning show. I know Shoes is a grinder, so he's up like super early. Um, and Joe says he learned so much so far. Member for life. We love that. We love hearing that. Thank you so much for your support, everybody. Peterborough Sports Cards. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon, as Connor would say. So let's get into it. Uh, we had um, Alexander Ortiz. Normally we do the QA at the end. So we're going to do the QA at the end. So stick with us because we're going to take your questions at the end. And, and for those of you listening, like if you're a new listener to the sports card strategy show, my favorite part of the show every, every time we do it is the audience QA. I learn from our audience and hopefully our audience learns from us. So stick around for the audience QA. But uh, throughout the show, if you are in the live chat, drop your questions into the live chat. I am going to take them at the end of the show. And if you have any L's or W's of the week, card related, throw them into the live chat as well. But let's take one right off the bat here. Let's take Alexander Ortiz because guess what? Alexander Ortiz was the first one in the door today. He was the first one in the door today. So thank you for that, Alex. Had to get a question in now, but I recently pulled a silver prism variation CJ Stroud and was wondering, is he a sell now or should I wait until the national comes to my city this year? Well, that's a great question. Um, 
his he's down a little bit since the Texans got eliminated from the playoffs. So I'm going to say hold him, Alex, because I, I think this is a guy that I'm not going to recommend going out and buying C.J. Stroud, but he is a classic hold. He's a classic hold right now because he is probably going to be one of the hottest quarterbacks come national time. When the national rolls around, we've said it on this show before, football cards get hot around the national. Football cards get even hotter sometimes, depending on the player, at the end of August or in the first four weeks of September. So I'm going to hold CJ Stroud. I'm going to say it right at the top there. Thanks for the question, Alex. We like to... We like to mix it up a little bit. Mountain Lake Cards and Games is in the house. Good to see Mountain Lake Cards and Games. You know, we got a lot of new people jumping in the live chat, a lot of new listeners out there. Welcome in. If you don't know who we are yet, we're the Sports Card Strategy Show. We are part of the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network, and we aim to help you make money flipping sports cards. We aim to help you build a collection that increases in value so that you stay in the hobby and have fun. And if you like the content we're putting out on a daily, weekly basis, please be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Paul Hickey. Like this video, drop a comment below. It really helps us out. And if you're listening on the podcast apps, follow me on Instagram at Sports Card Strategy and DM me and tell me if you like the pod, if you don't like the pod, what we can do to make it better. I'm all ears. All right, but first, special thanks to our NoOffSeason.com network partner, CGC Cards. Check out NoOffSeason.com and click the banner ad for CGC Cards to get more details on their great grading service for PC protection starting at $12. This supports us, CGC Cards, and of course, please know that I'm grading my cards for flipping purposes with PSA only, but consider sending, I am considering sending some of my lower dollar cards to CGC just to try out their experience for myself. I want to try tag. I want to try, I mean, I've, I've graded with SGC, mostly graded with uh, PSA, but I want to try CGC. I really do. I really wholeheartedly do, not just because they are helping fund the show right now. So are you ready to start grading your cards? CGC cards is the perfect place to slab your favorite football cards. From their crystal clear holders to their affordable pricing, CGC Cards is the perfect stop for your grading needs. Go to cgccards.com to start grading today. Sports Card School is a safe place for noobs, advanced flippers, and high rollers alike to learn how to navigate the hobby and ultimately build a collection that increases in value. Go to sportscardschool.com. Get a free 30-day trial at nooffseason.com today to start learning our guidelines, strategies, and plays to help you make money flipping sports cards to fund your PC and other things in your life. All right, Gabe Davis in the house. What's up? Yeah, Barry Sip is right. Great to see so many new fam members. So much to learn from the network. We certainly have gotten so much education value and dollar sign dollar sign dollar sign gains love you barry i need barry to record a commercial so barry uh i'm gonna hit you up to to record a testimonial commercial for the network all right here we go question of the day my question of the day to you my family is do you want to hoard a bunch of base cards to submit the psa wait a month or two open up a variable of what grade you're going to get 
which is out of your control, all of which will come with a minimum overhead cost of $300 to $400 anyway, just for the grading? Or do you want to use that money to buy one card that you can flip three to six months from now for two to three X? Seriously, do you want to hoard a bunch of base cards, have a bunch of overhead cost of three to $400 to submit them in a bulk sub to PSA? Because again, we know PSA is going to give you the most value on the secondary market. Let's not kid ourselves here. I know CGC is a sponsor, but we all know, even CGC knows. We're grading with PSA for flipping purposes. All right. If you're listening on the podcast apps, DM me at Sports Card Strategy. I want to know, do you want one card? If you're watching on youtube.com slash Paul Hickey, please comment below and hit the like button. Ring that bell icon, as Andy Kaysen of the Football Card Quest would say. Because I want to know your answer. I want you to comment. I, I want to know. Like, seriously, this is a legitimate question. I'm not, I'm not like... I'm not teasing. I'm not, I'm not saying, cause I buy base cards too. And I, and I've, I've bought probably more base cards than anybody in, in the live chat right now. For sure. I have, and I've submitted and I've, I've paid out the wazoo for grading fees over the last four years guaranteed. And that's fine. I'm fine with that. I've got a lot of L's. I've got a lot of W's. I got more W's in the last two years than L's. That's for sure. But the previous two years, I had a lot more L's. So 2024 for me, I'm looking to fund my entire life flipping sports cards and working with all of you in the nooffseason.com fam. But you might be asking yourself, okay, Paul, well, you're talking about this one card. What is this one card? What is the one card? Well, friends and fam, I've been digging into a little super short print you all have heard of and seen called Kaboom. Budget Kaboom Sports Cards to Buy in 2024. Let's get into it. We talk about the right card for the right player at the right time. One of the right cards for every player is their Kaboom. The Kaboom Super Short Print is a case hit that is super desirable due to its iconic design and scarcity, especially due to its limited rookie card checklist each year. So it's actually kind of hard to find the mix, the perfect storm, if you will, of attainable rookie kabooms with high upside. So hit that rewind button on your podcast apps. I said attainable, right? Attainable. So in that three to $400 range, you know, I know our audience pretty well. And I know many of you are not spending that much more than 300 to $400 per card. A lot of you are spending less than that. Some of you are spending two to three times that on a card and that's fine. Like I think it depends on how long you've been flipping sports cards. I think the longer you've been flipping, you get into pr a progression where, especially if you've been listening to our show, you have a lot of bankroll built up. You've hopefully taken a lot of money out to save and then, you know, and re or reinvest and strengthen that bankroll. So naturally, and naturally you get better as you go, like as regardless of whether you listen to us or not, you get better as you continue to fine-tune your craft and try the things that you like to try. So what I'm trying now is kabooms, okay? I, I am fascinated by kabooms. These are cards that can go from a few hundred dollars to a few thousand dollars in just a few months. Now is the time to look at football kaboom cards for flipping purposes due to a lull in the hype cycle for players that are out of the playoff, okay? Mainly because also there is a clear selling marker in 
August, September, 2024. So I talk all the time, don't buy a card without a clear selling marker in mind. Now, we try to continuously define what selling markers are. Selling markers can be different things. And in this case, in the context of the discussion I'm about to bring here with budget kaboom sports cards to buy in 2024, the selling marker is going to be the NFL hype cycle of August, September, 2024. Okay. We don't want to wait past the first four weeks of September because what happens then is it becomes performance-based and, and I don't want to roll the dice on performance-based stuff. I want to buy and time the market well. And so selling marker in general is beginning of the football season and buying time in general is now. And so I am going to point out my top budget kaboom picks. Now, all of the following are top NFL draft picks over the next few years with a ton of overall draft capital, talent, promise, and ability to pop off at any time. So they're a nice little mix of all these things. This means it won't take much for these cards to skyrocket in value. And they're likely not going for top dollar right now due to just a simple lack of attention on these players. So it's definitely going where they ain't a little bit. So the first one I want to bring up is Brees Hall. Brees Hall has a 2022 Panini Absolute Kaboom Raw. This means it came out of absolute football. It's going right now. It's There's, there's several that are listed for around the 380 to $400 price range. Some of them, you know, there's a PSA 10 that's listed for 800. That's actually a pretty good deal as well. There's a raw one listed for 400. I'm talking about eBay right now. There's, you could probably, you know, obviously there's more marketplaces than just eBay. I've just got eBay pulled up because you got the buyer's protection of eBay. You know, you save it to your watch list. You can bid on it. So if you, if you, if you get one in an auction, I think you can sometimes get a better deal, but there's a lot of buy it now or best offer right now. And so what I'm looking at, so there's a horizontal kaboom. So most of them are graded PSA 9. Some of them are graded PSA 10, but some of them are raw. So a lot of times we talk about the PSA 9 and the raw being similar prices. And so, I mean, the cheapest one right now that I can find just, just in a quick search is saved to my watch list. It's $379 on eBay right now, a PSA 9. What I like about Brees Hall from a hype standpoint, right? A hype standpoint, because we are selling during a hype cycle. We are not going to wait for a performance spike with Brees Hall. Although, if we happen to be holding Brees Hall and his cards go up due to some kind of performance spike, be it a highlight reel in the preseason, in training camp, some kind of news, like he, he could be, he could shoot up fantasy football draft boards and have average draft position be way higher than we thought it was going to be. This dude rushed 37 times for 178 yards and a TD in the final game of the season. Now, granted, that was against the New England Patriots in week 18, but look, it doesn't matter. It's hype, baby. It's hype. He carried the ball 223 times for 994 yards and five touchdowns. He was injured in his rookie year of 2022. Tore his ACL, came back and had a good season in 2023. He's going into his third year. He's 22 years old, former second-round pick. This dude is ready to be a superstar in the NFL. So this is one of those scenarios where you could even hold 
through the first four weeks of the season and see if he does pop off. Now, you're going to take the injury risk again, right? That's a huge risk. But you've got a selling marker that I believe his card is going to go up. I believe it's going to be one and a half to 2x what it is now, this kaboom. 2022 Panini Absolute Kaboom. Okay, I believe that card is going to go up potentially 2x just on the interest of the 2024 NFL season starting. Then you sell it, right? I mean, even if it only goes up 30, 40% sell it, right? But you could hold it. And if he pops off in week one or two, oh my gosh. Yo, you got massive, massive profits. That's where it, that's where it three X's right there. Okay. Also, the Jets have the 10th overall pick. Yes, I see, I see you, Brian Steeler714. I know Brees Hall is tied to Aaron Rodgers. I love you, baby. Good, good call. Good call. Yeah. I was gonna say improved QB situation, right? Even though his QB is the worst human being on the face of the planet, he's still. Generates hype. I'm not going to say he's a good football player. You all thought for a second I was going to say he's a good football player. Not a good football player. But it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the rest of the world thinks. And it matters. The hype matters. That's what matters. The hype matters. So because there is going to be the Jets having the 10th overall pick, I don't even know how they had a pick left. Didn't they trade all their picks for Aaron Rodgers? Apparently they had a pick left. So they have the 10th overall pick. They have Aaron Rodgers coming back. Yes, I said his name. And all that generates hype for Brees Hall. So I really, really like this play. And I, I really care about making money. So I, want, I, really, I really care about you guys. When I meet up with you in person at a card show at some point, or even if we're unable to meet up face-to-face, but you email me or at paul at nooffseason.com or you DM me at Sports Card Strategy and you're like, dude, thank you. Thank you for swallowing your pride and just saying to buy this Brees Hall kaboom because I like 3X'd it. I, that's going to make me more happy than me 3X'ing it. For real. Okay, next up, Drake London. Drake London 2022 Panini Absolute Kaboom. So raw would be a snipe price of around $200 to $300. I say this because I literally just bought the Drake London PSA 10 of this for $400. I think I got a steal at $400 because I think that could easily be like a $1,500 card. Because Drake London, six foot four, he's a top 10 pick in 2022. The reason why he's overlooked is because he plays for the Atlanta Falcons and they sucked, okay? But again, I'm not even banking on them even getting better next year. I'm just buying this card low when nobody cares about Drake London. That's what I want you all doing. Hopefully, that's why you listen to this show. I mean, hopefully, that's one of the... Hopefully, you actually get entertained from this show as well and you want to binge this show. That's what I really want. I want my hooks in you guys. But even if you're just like, I don't really like Paul that much, but like he must make money flipping sports cards because he quit his full-time job and he's doing it full-time now and he supports his family and all that. I'm going to listen to what he says, even if I don't like him because he knows how to make money flipping sports cards. That's cool too. Drake London, 2022 Panini Absolute Kaboom Raw. I think a snipe price is between two and $300. I think you can get these graded too, by the way. Uh, I saw in the chat, Gabe Davis said that he's going to pick one card and grade it. And I like that. That's what I'm saying too, Gabe. Uh, that's what I'm saying too, Gabe Davis. 
I don't know if this is Gabe Davis from the Buffalo Bills or not. If it is, great. If it's a different Gabe Davis, we love you just as much. So, and cheers to Ziggy No. What's up, my man? Uh, yeah, Joey says the SGC 10 for $3.99 might be worth a crack and submit. Maybe. This is the Brees Hall one. Joe's talking about the Brees Hall one. Yeah, I think maybe. I think also, like, it could just be an SGC 10 because it's a kaboom. Justin Stewart's in the house. Bo Belcher's in the house. What's up, fellas? Good to see you. So, Shane Graham, I'm starring your, uh, your question to the end of the show, brother. Any of you dropping questions, One Galaxy Germ? I see your questions. I'm going to take them at the end of the show. Thanks, guys. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. So, anyway, Drake London, I think, you know, the, so the Falcons have the eighth overall pick. They're sure to have a drastically improved... QB situation. Gabe Davis says Falcons get a QB there on money. They got the eighth overall pick. Gabe, don't you think they have to be drafting a QB? I'm going to, you know, like hot take. Hot take is that they trade up to number one and they take Caleb Williams. If they trade up to number one and take Caleb Williams, that's USC connection, baby. I don't think they played with each other. I think Caleb was at Oklahoma when Drake was in his final season at USC. Fact check me on that, everybody. But I think that I think that that Caleb would be amazing, but it could be Drake May. It could be could be Jaden Daniels. It could be Bo Nix. We're always a little surprised, right? I mean, that's the beauty of the NFL draft. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. The NFL draft is like one of the best soap operas ever. It's the best soap opera ever, right? The NFL draft is fire because you don't know what's going to happen. You got all these storylines. You got all these mock drafts. Like everyone's got their favorite team. Everyone's got like a dynasty fantasy team. Everyone's got cards. And it's like, it's the best, man. I've always loved the NFL draft. It's, it's, it's the best. So I think that because Brees Hall and his team have the 10th overall pick, Drake London and his team have the 8th overall pick, I think those are go-to guys for this Kaboom play. I also think, uh, believe it or not, Drake London's teammate, Bijan Robinson, is a great uh, budget kaboom play here. Bijan Robinson, 2023, Panini Absolute, Kaboom Raw, night price of around $400. There's, there's several that are listed for over $400. So you have to be patient and make offers. I don't want you guys overpaying for these. There's no need to bin it, right? Bin it means buy it now. So like there's one I'm looking at that looks, looks good, but it's, $600 is $599.99. Props to the seller, CH Griff Zero. Props to the seller. Because the seller says, and this is a this is a tip here. Seller says, read. So, so look at this. For those of you listening, I'm sharing my screen with the viewers right now. And 2023 Bijan Robinson rookie kaboom, super short print case hit rare, RCATL, read. Okay, so what did I do? I, I freaking read it, all right? I, I scrolled down to the description, and it says, please read, here's the deal. There appears to be some sort of print line across the very top of this card. Okay, you got to read that stuff, guys. Because, like, if you're, if you're PCing Bijan Robinson, kaboom, rookie, great. You probably don't care about the print line, but you probably still don't want to pay $600 for it. So, so you could add it to, if you add it to your watch list, Here's a, another pro tip. Add it to your watch list. They'll send you an offer. Even if, it, even if it doesn't say or best offer here, add it to your watch list. They'll send, they'll, they'll send you an offer. 
Now, but there's, but the, don't be thirsty here because there's more. There's more, there's more Bijan Robinson kabooms. Like, here's one that is the photo is not as close up, so there could be issues with it, but it could be pristine. Now, this one, this is an auction that has four bids, it ends in, in a day and three hours. I'm watching it. This is, so this is another reason, another reason why I like this kaboom strategy right now. And another reason why I picked these players Four bids. That's it. Now trolls out there might be like, Paul bids don't really come in until the last five minutes. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Now the most bids probably come in in the last five minutes. I, I agree with that, but. No, I mean, four bids and this ends in, in 27 hours, four bids. That's a sign that there's not that much competition for these cards. And that's a sign that we're going where they ain't. And that's what we want to be doing. We want to be going where they ain't. So even though Bijan Robinson is a rookie and I typically say, wait three to six months, wait until three to six months after all of the rookie cards come out in a in a given year for the, for the player in the player's rookie year. So when they're a rookie, wait until all of their releases come out. So Bijan still probably got another six months before all of his releases come out. Believe it or not, even though his rookie season's over, that's just how the release calendar goes. There's an exception to the rule sometimes, and it's it's timing the market. It's when there's not that much attention on a, a top ten, top five pick. Now, the other thing too, another tip is that on that one that I showed you a second ago with the print lines, his name, oh no, his name's not spelled wrong. His name's spelled correctly. I was going to say his name's spelled wrong. <laughs> sometimes their names are spelled wrong. And then, and, and sometimes that's why you've got less bids on a card. And that's another reason, that's another way to snipe it. So Bijan Robinson, as a rookie, rushed, even like when he was getting, no action from Arthur Smith. Like Arthur Smith just absolutely crushed in a negative way Bijan Robinson's value. But he still rushed for 4.6 yards of carry and four touchdowns in, in 208, uh, 214 attempts. Bijan Robinson's a star. Brees Hall's a star. Drake London's a star. But again, I'm not going to wait until they're stars. I am going to buy them now, flip them later, and not even really worry about who's a star and who's not. All right, a couple more underpriced guys. Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith, 2021 Panini Absolute Kaboom. Okay, 300 bucks for a raw one. So again, I ask you the question. You want to pay 300 bucks to PSA to grade 20 base cards? or 20 mix cards, whatever? Or do you just want to buy this? Now, this is an opening bid. This is an opening bid, in fairness. But look, like, it's an opening bid, zero bids. Zero bids or best offer. So I could, and it doesn't look, sometimes there's a reserve price on this. So if there's a reserve price, it'll say reserve price. Don't get too excited, because basically what that means is that you could hit the minimum bid, but 
the bot, the seller has some reserve price in the background that'll screw you over and say, well, you didn't win this auction because even though you had the highest bid, it didn't meet the reserve price. Okay. So this one looks like it doesn't have a, a reserve price, but $299. Now, I think the sports card strategy here is to add it to your watch list if you're in a situation like this. And I think it's to see if it gets another bid, like if it gets a bid, because then at least you know there's a market for it, right? But I would check recent comps on Devontae Smith, raw kaboom, 2021 case hit, rookie, and see what they are. And if they're if they're around, you know, 275, 325, even 250. This is a good buy at $300 because I think you're going to make money on a guy like Devonta Smith. I think the reason why Devonta Smith is cheap right now is because the Eagles poop themselves. Fair? All right. My last guy, underpriced, and then I see Brian Steeler 714 right now threw a name in the live chat that I actually totally agree with who's underpriced, but he's not uh, budget. <laughs> I don't think he's budget. We'll, we'll look him up. We'll look him up. Stay tuned for that in a second. But my last guy is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, 2019 Panini Absolute Kaboom, PSA 9, snipe price $600. Kyler Murray, lest we forget, is a starting quarterback in the NFL. He's 26 years old, and he's a former number one overall pick. You can get this right now for $750, a PSA 9 Kaboom of a starting quarterback in the NFL. That's cheap. Go get this. Add to watch list. Kaboom. Get it. But wait, make an offer first. Because I've got the snipe price at about 600. So make an offer. Don't just dive in at the 750. All right, hopefully this helps everybody. All of these players... Like I said, we'll have improved teammate and or coach situations in 2024. And I want to help you make money. I want to help you take a few hundred dollars to 1K to 3K in one card. Do you want it? Let me know. What's up, George Schur in the live chat? What is up, live chat? Okay, here's what Brian Steeler714 said. Brian Steeler714 said Garrett Wilson. I totally agree. I actually had Garrett Wilson on my list of kabooms for this segment, but I just don't know if he's a budget kaboom. Because here's why. Like, 1300 bucks, 1400 bucks, But those are PSA 10s. So that is pretty cheap. Brian Steeler 714 is right. Not many people. Here's the other thing, though, that makes Garrett Wilson tricky. I'm only playing devil's advocate with Brian Steeler 714. I totally agree with him, but just for the sake of discussion. The other thing that makes Garrett Wilson tricky is like no one really is selling his kabooms right now. There's two listings. But still, I mean, here's one for you, Steeler. And everybody, okay, 2022 Contenders Optic, Garrett Wilson, Rookie Ticket Auto, Silver Prism, PSA 9. Why is somebody selling that right now? It's because, like, a lot, here's why, here's why we win, fam. Here's why Sports Card Strategy Show fam wins. 
a lot of people don't sell at the selling market. We we're 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 probably the only the only group of people that that waits patiently for a selling marker and mitigates risk by not waiting until the card goes all the way up to its peak because you can never time that. But you want to time the market and you want to do it based on our guidelines, strategies, and plays at Sports Card School. So check out sportscardschool.com. But man, that's a good, that's an interesting card. Wouldn't you bid on that one, Steeler 714? Let me know. Let me know. I like it. I like this discussion, everybody. This is a good show. It's a good show. Okay. All right. I want to throw in a little bit of extra stuff here for you guys before we get into card show strategies with Connor and Mosaic Farmer Joe. Here's my top go where they ain't cards to buy now. Um, Chatter on the interweb has accused me of not being creative enough. Maybe I'm not. That's fine. I don't care. I want you to make money flipping sports cards. So I don't want to just like be creative and be unnecessarily risky. And then you guys lose money. I want us all to make money. So I am researching constantly and bringing ideas to the table of ways that we will all profit. Okay. Here's my top go where they ain't cards to buy now. O'Neill Cruz 2016 Bowman Chrome first prospect auto PSA 10. Snipe price of 430. I think if you get it in that range, you're going to make money. So things to look out for on this card. He, he's in a Dodgers uniform. It's his first prospect auto, Bowman Chrome. His name is accidentally spelled wrong. It's actually kind of funny. Like, I don't know how this happens, but, you know, you spell his name O-N-E-I-L, but on the card, it's spelled O-N-E-A-L with no apostrophe, like no apostrophes or anything. Like there's no apostrophe in his name anyway. I don't know how you do that, but I think this card, there's some arbitrage around this card because of the fact that his name is misspelled, which I think is kind of cool for us. So... This is the right card. It sold for $500 and $430 in December. It sold for $375 in January. But I think it has $650 to $700 upside during the 2024 MLB season. I think this card's at a discount due to his long recovery from a broken ankle in 2023. And that's why we have a selling marker. We have a selling marker because this dude, 6'7 shortstop, exciting power hitter with ridiculous athletic ability. And his card price should rise upon just his return to the field this spring. So I like O'Neill Cruz. 2016 Bowman Chrome First Prospect Auto PSA 10. Okay, maybe this isn't creative of me because I've talked about this card a lot, but I st the reason I talk about this card a lot, guys, is because you're gonna make money on this card. And it's a great card. I actually love the photo. There's very few photos from a rookie photo shoot that I actually think are cool. But my main man, Ant Edwards, Ant-Man in Minnesota, 2020 Prism Silver PSA 10. This is a snipe price of $500. It's the perfect card, perfect grade. I think it's likely a $750 card sometime between May and October of 2024. I really just think money on this. And this card's been selling for between five dollars and $600. So this card has $1,500 upside, like without much happening, Okay. So part of the reason why Ant-Man's market hasn't moved is because he's always playing well. But it's also because 
it's been football season for this entire NBA season. And what I'm realizing throughout this year is that we need the Super Bowl to be over before there's pricing movement in the NBA market. And I think as soon as the Super Bowl is over and it's the NBA All-Star break, I think this Ant-Man card is going to go up. So I think it's kind of like last call. Last call for Ant-Man Prism Silver PSA 10. And we'll see if I'm right or wrong. I'll come back and it'll be an L or a W on this show. You can bet that. This card's been down slash plateaued since September 2023 when it went up to around close, close to $800 around FIBA. He was playing well in FIBA. Okay. A name we've a couple name, a couple more names we've talked about a lot, but I just don't want you guys to forget these guys. Trevor Lawrence 2021 Optic Hollow PSA 10. Down 15% in the last 30 days. Liquid high upside, clear marker. The marker, what's the clear marker? The clear marker is beginning of the 2024 NFL season, September week one. Hype around Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. The last sell was 275. Just to put that into context, Brock Purdy's same card. Last sale, 425. So it's just timing the market. That's all it is. Jalen Hurts, 2020 Optic Hollow PSA 10. Oh, Paul, you talked about this card. Yeah, I know. It's fine. This is a card that you should buy. Snipe price, 190. Down 41% the last 60 days. Optic Hollow PSA 10 2020. Clear sell marker. The clear sell marker is same sell marker as Trevor Lawrence. You got to love buying multiple cards with the same sell marker. Okay, because you're just, it's one fell swoop, baby. One fell swoop. You're selling, you're listing them for sale at the same time. Last sale, $188. But everybody, this card sold for $400 just in September 2023. That's the sell marker. And it, it might not sell for $400, right? But if you buy it for $190 or $200 right now and it sells for $280 or $320, I mean, that's what we're all doing. That's what we're all doing here. Okay, everybody. It's time to talk to Mosaic Farmer Joe. Let's hand it over to CB Trey, Connor Barnett, our head of content at NoOffseason.com, and one of my favorite NoOffseason.com family members, Mosaic Farmer Joe. What do you got for us today, guys? What's up, Farmer Joe? Thanks for taking the time out of your day at Culture Collision to meet with us uh, for a brief interview. How are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. Fantastic. We will hop right on into things. You are a vendor here at Culture Collision. Do you have any specific selling goals and what small tips and strategies are you implementing to make them happen? So my selling goals are always I'm, I'm chasing the in-show flip. Uh, if I see a value in something and people are eager to sell, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always ready to pick up something new and interesting. So sure. uh, yesterday I was able to pick up uh, a pretty interesting piece. It was a PSA certified auto. I, I showed you some pictures of it uh, by uh, OJ Simpson when he was in the trial and he was wearing the gloves and it's, you know, yeah, the whole, it was a cool looking yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I picked that up and uh, got it for a hundred bucks and I, I made the quick flip and um, was able to profit pretty well from that. So any type of opportunity like that, something interesting, fun that I won't mind having in my PC if I am not able to flip it at the show, but uh, something that i I feel you know other people would enjoy so those in show flips man that's that's always what I'm going for love it love it yeah I I classify you as a big time thinker farmer Joe uh, so what is a current strategy that you've been you've been working on and testing out uh, yeah so I had mentioned it I believe uh, 
to a couple people yesterday, but one thing I am trying to do is think of future goats, um, guys that have established themselves uh, as modern day um, great players, uh, particularly defense, because not a lot of people are in that market. Uh, I go after you know T.J. Watt and Fred Warner and these guys that you see they're out there just dogs. They're they're destroying um, offensive game plans and. They are truly going to be the best at their craft for a long time. So those guys that are a little undervalued now, uh, I'm, I'm really chasing them and trying to uh, trying to load up on whatever I can of rarity of their early stuff. Um, and then also, I'm looking at uh, you know fathers of uh, of up and coming guys that are coming into the draft like Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, Marvin Harrison Sr. He was a dog too. And um, if I can find anything that's rare of his. Uh, I'm, I'm buying it because you can usually get it in dollar and three dollar boxes and I don't see why it can't go up just with the namesake of his son coming into the NFL. Yeah, really interesting stuff. Definitely interested in seeing how that Marvin Harrison uh, senior and junior stuff turns out for you, so be sure to keep us posted there. Absolutely. Uh, do you have anything else to add there? Um, buy Mike Evans. Buy Mike Evans? Okay. Still buy Mike Evans. He's a free agent this year. I don't see how he'll leave Tampa, but if he does leave Tampa, he's going to be the hottest free agent on the market in the wide receiver room. So Yeah, you actually called Mike Evans earlier this yeah. year. I wrote uh, an article, what, September? You I did, yeah. and, uh, and that turned out well there. So yeah. what tips would you give to beginners in the hobby looking to make money flipping sports cards? Do not buy wax. Unless you plan to sell that wax um, un unopened, yeah, you, you know, you keep it sealed. That's buying wax is, is gambling. It's it's a tough it's a tough market. Um, I know for me personally, when I was younger, it was a lot of fun because you could get a pack for a dollar, two dollars at the, at the store. Um, packs now, I mean, if you get a good product, you're spending quite a bit and. Your odds of picking something great is, is very low. Sure. Um, so stay away from that. Buy the singles that you want. If you can get them in grade, uh, you know, SGC, BGS, PSA, whatever you floats your boat, go that route. Um, and then also just, just, you know, have fun with it. Don't collect things because other people are telling you to collect it. Collect what you actually think is cool, what you feel is cool. Um, and as long as you're doing it, trying to, you know, have fun with it, and also be mindful of the fact that there is rarity out there, manufactured rarity, serial numbers, stuff like that. Um, and you collect in that method, you're, you're gonna do fine. Love it, good stuff. Let's round things off. You gave us your 2024 goals the other day on the Sports Card Strategy episode. What are the long-term goals looking like? Where are you trying to get with things? Uh, well, I wanna add some grails this year. I wanna add some big dogs. Um, you know, I've got a couple but I'm holding on to some Jordan rookies and things like that. Um, but I want I want to get into the you know, six-figure cards. Um, and if I'm able to do that by trading up, however I'm able to make it to that uh, without going too much out of pocket, that's my goal. Love it. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for the time, Farmer Joe. We appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks, Connor. Check him out on Instagram at Mosaic Joe. We call him Farmer Joe here because he's a farmer. And we love him. What great, what great insights there from Farmer Joe. I mean, he talked about Marvin Harrison Sr. That's that's an interesting play off the back of, you know, Junior coming into the NFL. And he's right, man. Marvin Harrison Sr. was a dog. I loved, I loved Marvin Harrison Sr. on my fantasy team. Those were the days. He also mentioned uh, 
TJ Watt. So I was actually looking at TJ Watt kabooms as I was doing my weeks and weeks of kaboom research for this segment. I, I looked at TJ Watt kabooms and he's got a 2021 kaboom. So it's not a rookie card, uh, the 2021 kaboom, but there are several of them available for around the $300 mark right now. And I wonder if those cards aren't going to go up as well just because it's the off season. There is no off season, but it is the football off season for TJ Watt. So I also looked up the data that I talked about earlier with Devonte Smith. I was right. It's It's been selling for between uh, that Kaboom 2021 card that I was talking about has sold for $295 on eBay. Buy it now on February 6th. Uh, February 6th was yesterday. And then it sold best offer. Uh, buy it now at $299. And then it sold the day before that at 320. So actually that opening bid on that auction of 300 that I talked about. And for those of you listening later on the podcast apps, you're, you're not in the live stream. That's fine too. I mean, there, there's listings of this card out there. So I'm just saying if you get it in around the $300 price point, I, I think you're going to make money on that one. So, um, and pokey world in the house. What up Maddox Yost? What's up, my man? Good to see you. Uh, we are going to shout out Maddox again later on in the show. So stay tuned for that. Since we've heard from Mosaic Joe and Connor, we've also heard from color match collect. What's up with you? And the live chat is popping. So let's get into, let's talk to lefty McKee. Lefty McKee is a big part of the no offseason.com sports card network. There is a new show cooking up in the kitchen here in the lab. Lefty and I are cooking up lefty cards so more details coming soon on lefty cards but for now let's hear from lefty mckee connor talked to him about his path to profit with jalen williams what do you guys got for us lefty mckee someone that has been popping off kind of having a coming out party this season has been jalen williams um, of the oklahoma city thunder the thunder have been really thriving as a team but williams has been a big piece of that maybe uh, one of the more unassuming pieces of that so let's kind of break down uh, what you're doing to try to make profits here uh, and what that looks like. Well, Connor, I see a lot of myself in J-Dub. Let's put it this way. He's the third or fourth option on the Thunder, and I might be the third or fourth most profitable person at nooffseason.com. But That's me false. and J-Dub are pulling a new leaf. It is lefty's year to profit. Well, it is J-Dub's year to shine, my friend. And December 7th, if you want to head and go, go ahead and pull up this pris or this market movers chart that I have up, December seventh, this card traded at eighty two dollars for a silver prism. This is a silver prism PSA ten eighty two dollars. We've done extensive work to talk about how the league's um, stars are consistently around four hundred dollars for their prism silvers. We've done a lot of breakdown on that previously, and, and there's some that are more or less than that, but the average. Star in the NBA's silver prism is around $400. So when I was looking at this in December and we were having chats about this specific card, I was saying, Connor, this card is too low. I don't care if he's the third option on this team or at that point, I think Josh Giddy was more popular than him. And so he would have been, you know, fourth option potentially. He was the another first round pick in the same uh, draft class that Chet Holmgren came out in. And then he had a coming out party because Chet gave him a whole season to basically catch up to him in, in, in name value. Well, Jalen is an absolute 
dog, Connor. And I love watching him in a Thunder uniform for a multitude of reasons. But this guy is has firmly grasped the third uh, star role in this triple-headed, young, just dynamite team in the Thunder. They're currently first in the West, and J-Dub is a guy worth investing in. At $82 in December 7th, this card is currently, as of uh, uh, January 27th, when this is recording, there was two sales yesterday of $210, and there is currently three other sales that are probably going to end up bigger than that in the next auction. So this card is going firmly up and to the right. This is a stock that is worth watching and looking at because when J-Dub is coming out, his coming out party is not even finished yet. He's coming out regularly scoring 15, 20, 25 points a game, getting behind Shea if for being a second option, really taking over that second unit and watching just the chemistry with J-Dub, Chet, and him, or uh, excuse me, Shay, Chet, and him has been electric to watch. They both, they all three love each other. When they're on interview after the after the games, you can see each other like pouring water on each other and putting their arms around each other and in each other's interviews and stuff. This is not a one-man show. This is a three-headed hydra that is just outstanding to watch. And J-Dub Prism Silver is one card that I think still has several hundred dollars of run before we see this plateau into the normal uh, superstar average of where that $400 is. Will he get there? I would say he's probably on the 300 side of that 400, but still at $210, I still think this card is undervalued when J-Dub goes to the playoffs. You're going to see him have some pretty extensive performances. The guy can shoot. He can drive. He is a high-flying dunker, and he can just yam on people's heads, and uh, people love watching him. So this Prism Silver, I got my most recent one at $170, and that was less than a month ago. It's already $210 of value, so I'm already seeing green, and I think we see more run to come from Jada. Yeah, I really like this pick from you. He's had... He's had a really strong season with a couple like serious spurts. So if you look back in like mid January, uh, we start on like the fifteenth. He played the liquor, the Lakers, excuse me, the Lakers, the, the Clippers, Lakers. the Jazz, and then the Timberwolves. The points for those games: 25, 25, 27, and twenty. Back to back to back to back, uh, twenty point games. He's overall he's averaging eighteen point six points per game this season, shooting almost fifty five percent from the field. So he's been extremely efficient from two. Uh, and three, shooting 44% from three. So he's having a fantastic year. The Thunder are currently sitting first in the West. So what that asks, that wants me to ask you is, what's your sell marker for this card? How long are you trying to hold it? Uh, are you expecting the Thunder to make a serious playoff push and that be your marker? Or are you holding longer term? For me, where I am going to be selling this card is um, right around the first round of the playoffs. Because I believe that this card will be three, four hundred dollars by that time, barring any injury or anything ridiculous that happens to J Dub. Because I bought in at $170, I could afford to have an 80% crystallization without, you know, needing to sell if the Thunder are going to get to the NBA Finals. This team is super young. They have proven that they are a team that is uh, that is on the rise. Tough. I mean, yeah. yes. But I think there are some question marks with this card. The, the risk that you do need to watch out for here is um, they could bring in another option. 
They this team is a three-headed monster, and I think Giddy is on the outside looking in. But Sam Presti does have a treasure trove of assets that he could go just trade for somebody at the deadline. And if they bring in somebody that could be affecting his minutes, it could affect the chemistry. Um, I don't. Sam Presti knows what he's doing, and I don't think he's going to bring in somebody that doesn't make sense for this lineup. I don't see him making a mistake that other GMs could probably make. He's the GOAT when it comes to GMs, in my opinion, um, in the NBA. And so I think that this is going to be fine. Another issue is I don't think you could see this team, because they're young, you could see them getting bounced early in the playoffs because of, you know, like what if they have to play the Lakers or something and LeBron just goes on a LeBron tear? You know, like that could happen on to this team. But um, so I'm not even going to be willing to look at that. I'm going to cash in first round of the playoffs, and then I'm going to watch my happy butt, watch my Thunder team the rest of the playoffs because this team has been so bad for a while. And as me being an actual fan of the Thunder as well, I'm going to be counting my stacks, and then I'm also going to be watching them potentially win the finals. Love it. Great breakdown there, Lefty McKee. Uh, Another play that we're definitely in tune on and want to see how it pans out. So keep us posted on how you do with the J-Dub player. Lefty and Connor, great job there. Great to hear from Lefty McKee. So many leftyisms in that video, and I can't wait for Lefty cards. But here's another special announcement. On Friday, February 23rd, Sports Card Strategy Show is disrupting whatnot yet again with another whatnot stream featuring singles only with Lefty, courtesy of our friends at Texas Roadshow cards shout out cody and chase crim go to whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com to save 15 dollars on your first whatnot purchase if you don't have a whatnot account yet that is if you do not have a whatnot account yet go to whatnot.sportscardstrategy.com to save 15 dollars on your first whatnot purchase if you already have a whatnot account Visit nooffseason.com slash whatnot to follow us and join the stream. We're back on whatnot starting again Friday, February 23rd in partnership with Lefty McKee and Texas Roadshow Cards. So we're excited about that. Visit nooffseason.com slash whatnot to follow us and join the stream. Thanks to Chase and Cody for putting this together with Lefty and I. We are very excited about it. And that is different from Lefty Cards. Lefty Cards, more details on that coming very, very soon. Ozzy Alvarez, I know you are not the only one in the audience that is great to he- that thinks it's great and is happy to hear that we have a new show cooking with Lefty. I love Lefty. One of my best friends in the world, and I met him doing this show together. Literally, we met each other doing this show way back way back in late 2021, early 2022. So pumped that we are leveling up together. We're leveling up the content here at the nooffseason.com sports card network and lefty is riding with us. Let's get it. All right. More from the fam coming up. We got a show and tell style feature video from our guy, Brian Hunt. He's going to share his recent PSA grading reveal in an online format. Take it away, Brian. Okay. I wanted to share my, latest PSA submission. It was a New Year's special $15 grading fee. Submitted 18 cards. PSA received the cards on January the 12th. Went through the system on the 16th. And today as I record this, it's January 30th. So 
There's some pretty fast turnaround. All right, let's get into the submission. Okay, the first card, 2014 Lionel Messi World Cup. This one came back as an eight. Second, same thing, Lionel Messi 2014 World Cup. This one came back as a nine. Next card, 2023 Bowman Chrome University Drake May Autograph. This one came back as a nine. Next card, 2023 Bowman Chrome Autograph Refractor. This one came back as a nine. Next card, the same card, another Refractor Auto. This one came back as a nine. Love the Drake May. Great work, Brian. Buying the right card for the right Next player card, at the right time. Bought this one raw. Hoping to get uh, good things out of him this spring. You know, Cruise Auto 2016. This is the one I just talked about. And I didn't even know he was going to reveal this one. I was able to get. Okay, what did he get? A 10 on this one. Yes. Oh, I'm that's huge. That. Ryan Hunt. Next card. Kobe Mayo Auto. Ooh, got the nine. Say nine. Definitely oh, shouldn't have got this sweet. card. One had submitted it with this uh, order, and this Paul Skeens came back a nine. Did an eight card. White Langford auto submission. Give us and a first one came back as yes. a ten. Big ten. Second one came back as a ten. Big ten. Two tens. Brian Hunt. Two for two so far. What a great. Three Another tens. Ten. Three tens. Oh god, he's got a fourth one. And four tens. What? Now we digress. Five? This one came back as a nine. Okay, four tens, a nine. Wow, he's going to even further to an eight. Money. Back up to a nine on this one. Brian Hunt went all in on Wyatt Langford. I and love an him. eight. So four tens, two nines, two eights. I'll take that. Yep, I'll take it too. That's how it's done right there. Next, uh, when the news broke of uh, Mingo Quigley's trade, went on eBay, snatched this one on a buy it now before the news got out and broke. Got the silver prism back as a 10. Oh, yes. Lefty and Connor will love that bought one. Bought this card at the local PSA card show. And, uh, bought it raw. I think I paid 20 bucks for it. Came back as an 8. So, unfortunately, it's probably going to be a loser. I have to imagine that the 2013 so that's the 18-card submission. SP authentic is tough to gem. I'm not surprised that I would think eight would be actually a pretty good grade for that Giannis. For those of you listening on the podcast apps, we had a ridiculous amount of Wyatt Langford autos gem. Four of them gemmed. I think two eights and two nines there. So Brian Hunt's making some serious money. I love that he got a quickly prism silver raw to ten grade. That is big money right there. All right, you guys remember the sports card strategy show and tell? That video from Brian was sports card strategy show and tell style. And we got one more from our guy, Tim Larson of Signs of the Times Collectibles. Tim Larson, what do you got for us, man? What, 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 is, what is he cooking up? Sports card strategy show and tellers. Uh, Tim Larson here, Signs of the Times Vintage Collectibles. Uh, going to do a little box break. I was at a show back in, it was in the fall in Des Moines, Iowa, and had a gentleman come up to me that used to work for Tops and used to collect the first 
TV Pokemon cards. And so we ended up negotiating a deal for those. I think there was a Is he opening a box of Pokemon? 200, just under 200 cards, 197. I'm a sports card um, strategy show. Had an opportunity to send in, you know, a handful uh, of the cards to PSA. And we got this in the mail today, so I thought I'd share some of the cards with you. Now, if you're familiar with the Pokemon cards from the TV series, the first Pokemon cards, um, there's probably five different um, versions of these cards. There's the base card, there's a hollow card, there's one uh, called Spectra, one card called Sparkle, and then uh, the hardest one, I cannot remember the name of it, but it's like a super fractor, so to speak. So um, let's pull and see what we got here. So this is a Spectra. This is Golduck. Um, this is a Spectra. We got a PSA 10 there. Um, there wasn't a whole set of these, but um, these are pretty difficult cards. I was looking at the pop on some of these. There's a lot of nines, a lot of tens. Here's one of the sparkles. And again, it doesn't do it justice with the camera there, but this is uh, Caterpie, number 10. Uh, I believe some of these, I believe this one is a pop four in PSA 10. Um, and I have a couple of these that came back in PSA 10. Um, unfortunately, these were all over the board with grading. Um, a lot of tens, a lot of nines, but then there were sixes and fives. Here's a, another Spectra called Beedrill. Uh, beautiful cards, though. Just really, you can see the back of them there. Um, and these are available if you're into Pokemon. I think that both boxes of cards that I sent in for this particular submission. Um, there's another PSA 10 Spectra. And to get... To get tens on these, I mean, is nearly impossible. So um, obviously, I'm pulling a lot of tens out of here, but they're not all tens. There's a Pidgeotto. Tim had a little a trouble tens at the reading end that one. This is cool. We don't do Pokemon and at all, so this is five. unique to, this, to us. There's just a variety. Boy, I really to. like the looks of these sparkle cards, though. They're just really. Uh, really pretty cards. So um, I know this is the sports card strategy show, but uh, Paul and I hopefully are going to get into a little more um, of some of the collectibles that I do and some things that you can see in the background behind me. I do a lot with comic books, um, sports cards, TCG cards, um, old beer cans, uh, vintage advertising signs. You can see like this Black Cat fireworks posters, a lithograph um, from the 1940s. Um, so just a lot of anything old um, in good condition or things that I really, really enjoy. So here's a one last card here, a Bulbasaur. Uh, this is a Sparkle uh, PSA 10. Uh, beautiful example of that card too. So hope you enjoyed this. Uh, just like I said, got them in the, in the mail today and just started cracking them open here as we we're on video, so again, signs of the times, vintage collectibles on eBay, or uh, signs of the times um, on Instagram, if you want to do some following. 
Uh, we'll see you in the near future. Yeah, you definitely need to look Tim up. Signs of the Times collectibles. One of the best guys in the hobby, to be honest with you. Great guy. Glad to have him rolling with us. You're going to hear more from Tim Larson on the Sports Card Strategy Show. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about, we're not, you know, like he said, this is the Sports Card Strategy Show and we're not going to push other collectibles down your throat here. But I do think it would be interesting to know from you all in the fam, uh, what other collectibles are you interested in hearing about? Because um, Tim's a great guy and I'd love to have him on to just kind of introduce some of the other things that he's cooking up. Um, all right, let's get to Buckeye Dill. Buckeye Dill is going to go through his 2024 goals. I was really, really happy that I got to spend some time face-to-face with Buckeye Dill at Culture Collision. We had a blast. Big shout out to him, Paul Schmitz. What do you got for your 2024 goals, man? Hey there. Happy New Year, Sports Card Strategy Nation. Uh, Paul Schmitz, a.k.a. Buckeye Dill here. Uh, recording a, a quick little video on my sports card collecting goals for 2024. Um, I've got some notes here, and I've got five kind of points I wanted to make pretty quickly here. But a little background on myself. Um, I'm 56 years old. I collected in, you know, the, the 70s and early 80s, and most of those cards are pretty worthless now, beat up. You know, I went about every 10 years I got back into it, and recently, about 18 months ago, I got back into it pretty heavily here. So I've, I've learned a lot from, uh, uh, in, in this, especially in the last 12 months, being a, uh, a member of this community and just following, you know, Facebook groups and, you know, groups on Twitter. So I thought I'd share some of my, uh, uh, my five-point strategy plan here. Uh, hopefully it's helpful to everybody. I'd love to hear what everybody else is doing for this year. And again, it's been really, really informative uh, listening to these no-off-season podcasts and the uh and the show and tells and, and Dr. Cracks plays, et cetera. So uh, in no particular order, uh, first point I want to make is, you know, limiting retail. I know I got into this and I bought, you know, go to Target or wherever, go online, uh, buy these random retail boxes until I kind of figured out what was, you know, what were my goals? Really, I'm trying to flip like everybody on here, maybe keep a couple cards for my PC. But again, Really wanted to try to limit retail. We'll do, you know, with my kids every once in a while, buy a little blaster if we want to have some fun, maybe on Christmas. But, you know, the only retail I'm going to really do this year, uh, I've got a pretty close friend here that's uh, big into sports car collecting, and we're going to probably break a few cases. So when some uh, bigger releases come out, uh, maybe the Topps Flagship Series 1, I know we did a Bowman U Football Sapphire case. So we're, we think we want to pool our money together break a case, hopefully get the case hits. Um, you know, we, we can kind of limit our, our our losses instead of just buying one random box, hobby box or super jumbo box. So again, can't do it for every release, but you know, two or three random uh, releases, we'll, we'll break a case as a group, split the profits. And again, you know, flipping these new releases as soon as possible. So like we've heard before, these cards are hot when they first come out. So if you're if you're looking to flip and you're opening up retail, the sooner, you know, maybe you want to send somebody that graded, but the sooner you can flip that stuff, the better, you know, ride that, uh, that peak, that ride that wave. And again, if you are going to buy some random little retail, I like to stick to something like Barnes and Noble. I mean, you join the premium membership and you get a 10% discount and you earn, um, I think it's like for every 50 you spend, you get $5. So if you're going to do some random retail, join a club like uh, Barnes and Noble. Uh, you know, second point I've learned the hard way, 
you know, maybe don't get too greedy. Sell when the opportunity is present. I, I sell almost all my cards on eBay. You know, buy it nows. I don't do many auctions. You know, buy it now or best offer. And I don't have many super valuable cards. You know, everything from a dollar to, you know, two, three hundred dollar cards. So most of them are in the, you know, the five to ten dollar range. But, you know, you get, you get a, a low offer. You have buy it now, best offer, and you get something that's 30% less. You try to squeeze out an extra five dollars or two dollars and they, and they don't respond to your counter offer so again obviously don't sell a card for 50 percent of its value but i mean don't take every offer but take any decent offer because i've seen the majority of the counter offers don't succeed so so sell when the opportunity presents itself uh you know thirdly is you know kind of build your own little self-sufficient business this is a hobby for me this is not something I'm, you know, supplementing my income. This is something I'm doing to, you know, fill some weekend time, et cetera. Uh, but I've kind of built in the year a little self-sufficient. So that first year, you know, my cards in my personal collection weren't as valuable to sell. So whatever I bought through breaks or retail, now I've graded and now I'm selling on eBay. So all those profits I'm rolling into future purchases. So I, I created one account that I'm using for sales, for purchases, for PSA submissions. So I'm not, you know... Uh, dipping into additional savings or checkings to buy new cards. So again, kind of have a self-sufficient business and it, it, it's fun. So it's, it's kind of a, uh, again, it's a hobby. It's not a, uh, an income generating business for me. Like some, maybe some of the folks here, you know, would have a different philosophy, but if it's a hobby, try to limit, uh, you know, use your profits to buy any new cards you're going to invest in. Uh, fourth point, you know, narrowing my focus. Again, I got into it and I didn't know which series were the were the best. I was doing football, baseball, basketball. I was collecting base, chrome, sapphires. So again, I've, I've I wanted to get a um, as we learn here from these, you know, uh, the podcasts, from your uh, your your valuable articles. Um, I've tried to focus uh, a little tighter on a couple sports, and I I don't know if these numbers are accurate, but I probably about eighty percent of my flips. Again, I'm flipping, buying, grading, flipping, or buying raw and flipping raw. But probably 80% of them are on, I'm going to focus on three to four players max per sport. Uh, and then maybe 20% are the flyers. You know, you find a, you, you snipe a, a random card, you know, a LeBron James card, and maybe you can grade it and flip it. But most of them are going to be really, really focused. For example, for baseball, again, we, we listen, you know, read tons of these articles on uh, no offseason sports. But for baseball, I'm really focusing on three people um, and mostly prospects. Jackson Holiday, Jackson Cherio, and James Wood. And these are at the, the three of the top five on anybody's list. So it's not, I'm not, uh, you know, breaking the bank here with uh, information. But again, I want to focus. And I'm, I'm buying lots of ungraded raw cards. Some, some of the James Wood, I've, I bought some graded PSA 10s already and a few Cheerios. I didn't buy any Holiday 10s because they're pretty pricey. But I've been buying a bunch of base, chrome, first edition, uh, some minor, you know, numbered cards and getting these sent off to PSA. And for football, uh, focusing on the, the, the uh, NFL draft. So I've got three players, Caleb Williams, we've heard Paul talk about this many times, uh, Marvin Harrison, one of my Buckeye guys, and then Brock Bauer. So I'm really focused on those two or three guys, maybe one or two others minorly. But again, for, for these sports and for their, you know, their, their, their markers, I wanna be ready. And lastly is, like I said, be ready for the, that selling market. So you want to be ready to hit. Last year, I wasn't really ready to hit, and I was always a month or two behind schedule. But you want to be ready for those call-ups, those big games. 
you know, so get your cards into PSA to be prepped. Uh, for example, those baseball, those three baseball players, I have a goal by the end of January. Anybody I want to, any of those cards, I want to have at least shipped off to PSA to get back in that 60-day window, which would be end of March, you know, April 1st at the latest. Hopefully that's not too late for maybe Jackson Holiday if he's on the opening day roster. But again, get all your cards prepped and be ready. Don't be trying to, you know, chase your tail because you're going to miss that. You know, if you miss that peak season, the 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 uh, the values keep, you know, gradually, you know, going down and down and then you, you, you can't really um, uh, profit as much as you want to. So hopefully uh, this information is helpful. Again, I'm recently, you know, 18 months back into the industry. I'm not an expert, but I really appreciate everybody's, you know, expertise, you know, from no off season and all the listeners and all the members. It's really been, you know, educational for me and hope these uh, uh, tidbits of uh, or little uh, gold nuggets of knowledge are helpful. And I look forward to hearing what everybody else says uh, uh, on their uh uh, 2024 uh, goal setting videos. Thanks. Yeah, Buckeye Dill. All right. So those of you who are new to the nooffseason.com fam, new to the audience, we lift our audience up here. That's what we do. We lift you up and we put you on the show. So that's Buckeye Dill, one of our top audience members. And if you want to be on the show, email me at paul at nooffseason.com. All right, let's get to your QA, speaking of lifting you guys up, uh, Shane Graham says, Paul, would you put the downtown cards in the same neighborhood as the Kabooms as far as price and room for growth? I personally don't like the Kaboom, but I love the downtowns. That's from Shane Graham. Yes, I would, Shane. That is a great point. Um, I don't like the downtowns as much as I like the Kabooms, but Connor is uh, in, your, in your court there, Shane. I think he likes the downtowns more than the Kabooms. So the good news is that they're both case hits. So yes, they both are in the same category. I mean, color blasts also are case hits that are in that category. Today, I just happened to talk about Kabooms, but I, I agree, Shane, that uh, if you can get the downtown equivalent of some of the players that I named earlier on in the show, and they're rookie cards, and they're in a similar price range. I think that there is room for growth there. One Galaxy Germ says, do you consider the national Kaboom explosion cards as desirable as the traditional Kabooms? No, I do not. I don't think they're as desirable at all. I think their sales data proves that. When I look up their sales data, they don't seem to sell for as much just on a quick cursory search. And I think that you have to explain what the national Kaboom explosion cards even are, and you'd never have to explain what a kaboom, a true kaboom is. You do have to be careful though because there are a lot of weird listings on eBay for like fake kabooms. So just be, you know, be cognizant of that. If it's, if it's, if the price is way too good to be true, you know, maybe just do more due diligence than normal. Um, all right. One Galaxy Germ also says, interested to know also which sets the kabooms come from. You mentioned Absolute Football and I've seen Crown Royale NBA are there others and then Shane Graham answered germ football and baseball kabooms are found in absolute basketball in crown royale and UFC in chronicles yeah and they used and that's been the more modern release calendar kabooms go back as far as maybe like I want to say 2012 2013 and they used to be in different different releases than they are now so you might see like a Steph Curry kaboom or something like that uh an older one that has a little bit of a different cartoonish design and, and, and it was in a different release, but yeah, that's a, uh, thanks for answering that Shane. 
Um, all right. Shane also says, what is the buying window on the Kabooms? Hopefully when I sell all my baseball prospects in the next month or so, I will get some money to move into this type of card. I mean, I think for the guys I talked about, it should be like, there should be, I think March is a great time to buy football cards. I think June, you know, June historically over the, over the recent you know, the recent years has been the best time to get deals on football cards. If you go back to nooffseason.com and June last year, we were writing a lot of articles about football cards because they're dirt cheap typically in June as a, as a blanket statement, right? But you got to dig into the data. But I do think, Shane, that the answer to that question is that they should be well-priced probably through June. So thanks for asking. Love that. And Brian Steeler 714 has a comment on the O'Neill Cruz first Bowman auto that we talked about. Incredibly hard to gem. Yeah, I saw the pop count is low there. That's why um, there's two listed on eBay right now that are for PSA 10. And that's why I put that in today's show, Brian. Great point though. Um, pop 240 on that. Gabe Davis says, I've been buying some cheap Bryce Young lately, not Kabooms though. They ain't cheap. Yeah, I, I love that, Gabe. I, I actually talked about Bryce Young base prisms are like 4 to $5 right now, and I like that as a buy-in bulk, buy lots of that and get that graded. I said that, I believe, on Monday show about 48 hours ago, so I am in lockstep with you on that. Steeler714 also adds, Kabooms are notorious for print lines, very hard to gem. George Schurer says, do any of the card identification apps, are any of the card identification apps good or bad? Uh, if good, recommendations on the top ones. I've never used them, so I'm, I, I apologize, George. I have never used them. If you're a premium member at nooffseason.com, though, uh, submit a question at nooffseason.com slash ask, and I'll do more research into that. I do know mascot. Withmascot.com is a card identification app, and I've talked to their owner, and I would I would put some money on them maybe being the market leader into the future on that. I'm not going to literally put my money on it. I figuratively would 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 bet that they you know just based on what I've seen from them and some of our nooffseason.com fam members have used them and are very impressed, and I'm very encouraged based on my talk with their owner what they can potentially do in the, the that market moving forward because i believe they're going to be able to allow um people to go to a card show and see in real time the inventory of each of the tables and that is going to be an amazing game changer so speaking of game changers Ryan Johnson, card collector too. He's a game changer in the hobby. Big time game changer. I love that guy. Nice guy. Met him multiple times at multiple card shows and thought it was very cool that he stopped by our booth at Culture Collision, hung out with us a little bit, and then featured us in this video doing a deal with our guy, Maddox Yost, M.PokeWorld. Let's check it out. Yeah, maybe the two of Joel. Can I pull that out? What would you do on these two? Is this for sale? Yeah. Can I see Any room on that price? What's room? I mean, last five and five Was it? Yeah. I thought they were just under five. What do you want for it? Any closer to like 620? 650. 650? Okay. 
I got you. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate you as always. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks, Card Collector 2, for all you do for the hobby and great work. Maddox Yost there at our booth at Culture Collision. That was awesome. We got another question here. We'll take it from Peterborough Sports Cards. What would you currently do with a Lamar Jackson kaboom? Would you consider getting out of it now or wait to see if he gets the MVP? Oh, dude, definitely wait to see if he gets the MVP. I mean, the NFL honors is actually kind of a thing now. So when they when they go into the NFL honors, and I would list that, I would list that thing in a seven to ten day auction at the NFL honors, but do a high bid amount, right? So you don't get screwed over. High bid amount, high opening bid amount on that thing. Make sure that the opening bid amount is like literally 75 to 85% of what you paid for it. And then that way, I think you're going to be in a good position to move that thing because Lamar, I, th- I also think Lamar is going to be hot all off season. So I think if you're, if you're, if you don't need the money, I might even advise you to wait and try to move it at the national in person for like a, a big, a big amount. If you can't make it to the national, I think you could probably list it on eBay uh, towards the start of the uh, 2024 NFL season. I mean, the a Lamar Kaboom is like a great card to, to be holding. So if you don't need the money, Peterborough sports cards, I would actually like list it in a buy it now or best offer um, now so that it's up for the NFL honors if Lamar gets the MVP. But if you do need the money and you need to move it, I would list it in a seven to 10 day auction starting right around the time of the NFL honors. And then that way, if Lamar gets the MVP, you should make quite a bit of money on that thing. I think though, again, make sure that you set your opening bid amount for something that is about 75 to 80% of what you paid for it. And then that way you shouldn't lose, but keep us posted on what you do. Appreciate the question. Love everybody out there. Thanks so much for making the sports card strategy show what it is. On Monday, we're going to launch a new segment It's called, Should You Rip This? You won't want to miss this. See you Monday. Thanks so much for being here with us on the Sports Card Strategy Show. To connect with us further, please subscribe to the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash paulhickey. Please also give us a follow on Instagram at Sports Card Strategy and on X at No Offseason Card. We also have a Discord that you could join at sportscardstrategy.com. Everyone, I'm Paul Hickey. For the rest of us here at nooffseason.com, have a great day. We'll see you again soon.